The George Floyd Derek Chauvin case has come to an end. He has been. The George Floyd Derek Chauvin case has come to an end. Yet racial division is at an all-time high. Will we ever see a reality that takes us back to loving everybody and each other? This is Unreal Reality. April 22nd, 2021. What's happening? What's going on? How are ya? Yeah, that's right. George Floyd, Derek Chauvin. It has come to an end. A verdict has been reached. Uh, But before we get into that, we're going to talk a little bit about COVID and what's going on with the COVID situation in our country right now. Um, Numbers as of April 21st. Yesterday, I went back one day just so that way I can give you some real numbers on what's happening, what's going on. Um, as of yesterday, April 21st, 2021, the United States is at 31,792,636 people with positive cases. Okay, we're at 568,470 deaths due to it. Um, We're still below the amount of people who died from the original flu, the great influenza of 1918, a hundred years ago. We're still below that number, and we're over a year now. So, can I say we're as bad as that was? Listen, I know we have different medications and different technology today than we did yesterday, and of course, we should be under that number. Um, but is America, is is our government and all taking advantage of this situation and in, in, in this COVID-19 virus? I believe absolutely that they are. It's a bunch of shit. Um, what they're putting us through with shutdowns and lockdowns and all that crap. But then again, it's our government. I mean, it's the way they roll. And they're pushing things now. If you noticed in the Biden administration with trying to eliminate Second Amendment rights, so on and so forth, they've already tried to eliminate a lot of... First Amendment rights on people do, you know, with going through shutting down on different social media sites and so on and so forth. They're using this virus to their advantage and it's working out just fine for them. But let's talk about the virus. Let's not talk about that. Let's not get too deep into a rabbit hole right now. Sorry. According to um, the numbers here, we got 272,000. I'm sorry, 272 million, 30,795 doses distributed around the country so far between the, the Moderna and, and, and the, uh, the Pfizer and even Johnson & Johnson's, but we'll get into that in a minute. Um, this vaccine that's going around so far, um, but only yet 133,265,995 have been or have received their first dose. Um, the numbers, Joe Biden... I, I, I listen, I get how people always want to fight. I argue the fact all the time about that, you know, Operation Warp Speed was under Donald Trump. Now, 
the the getting the vi- the, the vaccination out is under Joe Biden, and I'll, and I'll pat him on the back for that, okay? But let's face the facts. It's not him actually calling up Moderna or Pfizer and saying, oh, we need to get the, the virus, you know, taken care of a lot faster, get it out, so on and so forth. No, it's it's not. It's It has nothing to do with him directly it's just it's getting out there it's it's making it's you know we're we're getting people vaccinated and let's just hope for the best with it um you know according to cnn you know health officials like anthony fauci they estimate that somewhere between 70 percent and 85 percent of the country needs to be immune to the virus either through inoculation or preventative and or or i'm sorry uh previous infection to suppress its spread um, okay, I, I don't see 70 to 85%. We're not even close to that yet. Um, so far, roughly 40.1% of the population has gotten at least one COVID-19 vaccine, uh, vaccination dose. I get his ideology is that you want to try to stop the spread. I don't think the spread is exactly like they're saying. Now, don't get me wrong. I know somebody who just went through the whole COVID-19 situation. He said it was horrible. Him and his wife you know, were sick as dogs, so on and so forth, but they made it through it. Now, the person that they, they, they got sick with them actually passed away from the virus. So it's still as deadly as they say, but I think we're already going in a direction to where it's it's being taken care of the way it should be taken care of. I don't think that, um, and I know I sound nasally, but I want to be honest with you, it is um, allergy season. It's my allergies. Anyway, I don't think it's as, as, as bad as our government puts it out to be. Um, they want to still scare us. They want us to comply. They still want us to wear a mask. Listen, I don't have a problem wearing a mask in, in, in a place. I've made that clear before. And wear them. But the other day, I was at my daughter's softball game. Watching her softball game, high school softball game, and I had somebody, I guess an athletic director or something from the high school come over, ask me to put a mask on. I'm outside, nowhere near anybody else. And I complied, but with a little bit of an attitude for the fact that I'm outside, but I'm on school property. And I don't want to get my daughter, to, to anybody to be like, uh, so I just complied. You know what I mean? It's my daughter's softball. I don't want her to be embarrassed. So I, I did what they asked me to do, but I don't believe in the masks, first of all, 100% to even have to wear them in a store. I think that people should wear them if they're comfortable with wearing them, if they feel that that's going to help. I don't think that everybody should have to wear it, but that's just my opinion. So far, roughly 40, I, did, I already wrote, wait, did I read this one? Right, Yeah, 40, but you know, population has gotten at least one COVID-19 vaccination dose according to data from the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. And about 26% of the population is fully vaccinated, that data shows. 26% is fully vaccinated, okay? We're only at 40% that got actually one, at least one COVID-19 shot. We need 70 to 85% according to Dr. Fauci. Now, this guy, I believe, has been a, a total flop from day one. I, I don't think he really knows what the fuck he's doing. Everybody seems to say, oh, well, he didn't want anybody to to, 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 to stockpile, you know, the, the, the masks. So that's why he told said that they didn't work and so on and so forth. Get the fuck out of here. Listen, I don't care if you have a hundred of them 
if you have enough to mask yourself and you just hand them out, I, I get kind of what he's saying with that, but I don't believe it one bit. I just don't think this guy really knows. I think he's he, he's out of his league. I think having one person make the decisions is not the right thing. I think we should have a team of doctors. He can be included to give his opinion, but I think you should have like seven different doctors there giving a different opinions. That way, America can make their own decisions, their own minds up. I mean, that's the, the greatness of this country. We are supposed to be a free country, yet we're being dictated by a bunch of dictators. And it's scary that it's coming to that, but yeah, that's just in a different that, that's in a different episode. I, I, I've talked about that before, and I don't want to get that far into a rabbit hole with that either. So anyway, with the, with the vaccination, with the COVID, you know, all Americans 16 years and older become eligible for the vaccine on Monday, meeting President Biden's earlier deadline for states to make all American adults eligible for vaccine to April 19th after an original deadline of May 1st. Now, he's pushing to get all adults now 16 years and older. Now, that's going to get to a point where you're going to be giving your eight year old kid a vaccination. When we've been told that these kids don't push the virus quite like adults do. I think we're being played here also, but people don't see that. Health officials, including Dr. Anthony Fauci, estimate that somewhere between 70 to 85% of the countries need to be immune to the virus, either through inoculation or previous. I, I, I did state that already. Um, I actually shouldn't have spoke that one. Anyway... With this, I just don't think, I don't know. It, it Good. Just keep getting, listen, if you think you need to get the shot, get the shot. If you don't, and make sure it's not the Johnson & Johnson because according to that, people are getting blood clots and shit. And that's what scared me from from day one. Now, my family members have gotten shots. It scares, this shot scares me. It's too soon. We've had 100 years to take care of the great influenza. You know, the, the normal everyday flu, and we still only have a shot of vaccination. It's only 30% effective. In 100 years and with today's technology, we couldn't make something better than that. Yet, here we have a vaccination for the most deadliest virus we, we've seen in a long time. Now, it's not. Let's face the fucking facts. This is not smallpox. It's nothing like that. It's 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 a lot lighter than any of that. So you're, you're being played a fool if you turn around and say this is the deadliest virus. You're an idiot. The point of the matter is, we just came up with a, a vaccination inside a year. That's they're saying could be seventy to ninety-five percent effective. Yet for something as simple as the flu, we still don't have a vaccination that can kill the flu. Doesn't it raise questions to anybody? I don't really understand why people don't wake the fuck up. Biden expected to, you know, to outreaching 200 million COVID-19 vaccine shots since taking office. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think it's all about him. Stop putting him on a high horse. According to CNN, you know, as U.S. officials race to get more COVID-19 shots into the arm to control this virus, experts warn, now warn, vaccine supply will likely outstrip demand in the next few weeks. Why? 
These are all scare tactics. CDC vaccine advisors will meet again Friday to discuss whether Johnson Johnson vaccine causes blood clots and, if so, what to do about it. Well, it's already a proven fact it caused blood clots. And they need to figure out what the hell they're going to do about it. That or stop Johnson Johnson from making it. Then you have India. This is all through CNN. You have India reports more than 295,000 new cases in its highest single-day rise as the country's health infrastructure struggles to cope with surging infections. They're trying to scare you. Now they're comparing us to India. Here's a country that I don't know if you've ever seen any video or pictures of the poor, of poor in India. They drink out of waste-infested rivers and shit of that nature in parts of that country. So if you're comparing that country to my country, stop now. Stop believing what you fucking read or, or see on CNN. I'm just putting CNN out there because I want to give you some numbers. And these numbers I got from CNN. So for all you people who praise CNN and say, these are the numbers from them, you can believe what you want to believe. But what I think with the the, 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 the coronavirus at this moment in time is I think that America needs to get back on their feet, start just, just going back out, doing your thing, which we already have been doing. And I think the mask thing needs to be kind of pushed to the side. I think the masks are going to be the new normal, the new reality. When people say, you know, there's going to be a new normal, that's it. You're going to always carry a mask with you. It doesn't mean you're going to have to wear it everywhere. But there are going to be places that are going to want you to wear it or they're not going to let you in their stores. So I think that's the new normal. But we'll be getting to a new normal sooner than you think. Because I don't really think that America is going to deal with this much, much longer. It's almost over. All right, what's that? So let's get COVID out of the way. COVID's out of the way. Let's get back into the George Floyd case. Yeah, a verdict has been reached. Um, Derek Chauvin, he has been, uh, he's found guilty um, on three charges of, I believe, manslaughter, murder, and one other. Um, let's talk about Derek Chauvin first. Before I get into what he was uh, accused of. Uh, they won't come up with any kind of sentence for the next couple weeks. I believe like a month. Um, but let's talk about him himself. What he was. What he is. Where, where he's going about it. I mean, he's already in, he's already in lockdown. Um, he's, he, 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 he's... He has been let, – let's just get to it. He, he's been found guilty, second-degree unintentional murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter. Now, with that said, there has been people all over – I've seen it on media. I've seen it everywhere that said if he didn't get first degree, they'd burn everything the fuck down, so on and so forth. And, and, and so, I think people are just looking for reasons to go out and destroy and destruct. And honestly, I think – in a lot of the bad black neighborhoods, yes, and I said it, and it's going to sound racist to you that there's people out there who don't even give a fuck about what actually happened between George Floyd and Derek Chauvin. They just want their free fucking Air Jordans and their free shit that they can go loot stores, destroy property, beat people to fuck up for no fucking reason. It, it, they're not beating them up because of George Floyd. It's not justice for George Floyd. And if you say – if you sit there and you're a black person and you sit there and go, yeah, that's justice for George Floyd, you know, we, we go out with destruct and all. All right, I'm going to make this clear. You can go out and you can destruct and destroy, okay? Now, you want justice for somebody. Do you think that destroying and destructing property 
brings justice. Do you think beating up people brings justice? Do you think that any of what you're doing is going to change somebody's racial ideology, their, ra their racial beliefs, if they're racist in a way? Do you think that's going to make somebody who's racist, racist less racist? I personally think you're going in the wrong direction with this because I think that the person who's already racist and looks at a black person in a negative way, you destroying buildings and burning things down and screaming and yelling and calling for racial justice only makes a person who's racist going to be more racist. They're going to hate you even more. They're going to look at you as in you're a piece of shit. All right, take it from me. I work in the construction field, and this is how I'm going to say it with you and understand. You don't want to be stereotyped, and I understand that 100%. I get it. You don't want to be stereotyped. Now, blacks are always stereotyped on the size of their cocks. I get that one. God, I'd love to have that stereotype, but I don't. I'm a white guy. But you don't want to be stereotyped on being criminals or you know, thugs and this kind of shit, and, and you hate looking at that, and you hate the way cops pull you over and look at you like you're a bad person. I mean, the cops just pulled over a, I believe he was like a lieutenant or something in the military, and pepper sprayed him, because he wouldn't get out of his car. He felt threatened. He drove to a well-lit, I believe, a gas station, and they still gave him shit. Like, I understand why you're good, good American people. This is how I'm going to put you. It's good American people. Feel threatened. I'm not going to use the color of your skin because, yeah, I get it. It is the color of your skin, and that's why some of these cops are assholes. And, yeah, we have a lot of asshole cops in this country. But we can't use two, one, two, 20, 30 asshole cops to justify the thousands and thousands of cops that are out there every day. Okay? Just like we can't use one, two, 20, 30, 100 different thug, asshole, black people to justify every black person in the United States. It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. But yet, here you are. You don't want to be stereotyped. And I'm going to get back to this thing. I work in the construction field in my regular job. We go down and we do a lot of work in very black neighborhoods, very dangerous neighborhoods. And when I say dangerous neighborhoods, I have a license to carry. And I carry my gun when I go into these neighborhoods because I feel as a white man threatened when I get out of my car and I walk through these neighborhoods, even during the day. They're not good places to be, okay? Now, you get a lot of black people there who will say, yeah, see, that's what I mean. Look how I live, you know, <sighs> there's my oppression. No, this is where I got to stop you with your fucking oppression shit. We go down there as construction workers and we might build a brand new school, a brand new YMCA, a brand new whatever, you know, something to benefit that neighborhood, a beautiful school, it looks great, we just built it, we have fences around it, yet, even while we're building that school, brand new wall, you come in the next day and there's fucking graffiti on it already, or windows are already smashed out of it, so on and so forth. By the time you build it, you take the fence down, it looks beautiful, we fix the graffiti, we fix the windows, so on and so forth. Within the next night, you have graffiti on it again, broken windows. Within a month, the place looks like a shithole, again. Yet, you will blame your oppression on the white man, instead of on your own people. 
Oppression only comes, your neighborhood looks the way it does because of your own people. You have to start at the source. You have to start with talking to your own people. And I know it's hard. Don't get me wrong. I know that you can't turn a drug dealer or a thug and, and try to turn them around. But you have to, as a black community, if you want the help from the white community, the cops, so on and so forth, you got to show that you really want help. You can't just ask them to come in and fix it because every time they do, it just gets destroyed more. So all since the George Floyd case came about, right after George Floyd was murdered by Derek Chauvin, and yes, he was murdered, I am one to stand up and say I totally agree with all charges brought on Derek Chauvin. He, he murdered George Floyd. He kneeled on his neck for nine minutes, and that is murder in my case. Ever since then, there has been destruction destroying of property, so on and so forth, over Black Lives Matter. Now, hear me out. Black Lives Matter starts out just like any other protest. It goes peaceful, walks around the streets with signs, screaming and yelling and bullhorns, sometimes blocking traffic or something, but there's nothing destructive about that. But as the, the, the day goes, people get more upset, and night falls. Destruction, looting, rioting starts. And it happens. Now, this happens every time there is something like this happens with a cop and a black person. If a cop shoots, murders, kneels on somebody's neck, kills a black person, and the cop's white, it turns into a racial issue right off the bat, quickly. In this case, Derek Chauvin is totally guilty. I totally agree with it. Now, literally, right after this happens, as this case is going on, there has been numerous police shootings, okay? Tons of them. And if we go statistically, I mean, we, I can fight you this till I'm blue in the face. There are more whites killed by cops statistically than there are black people. But we're not going to get into that. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. We're going to talk about the blacks being killed by white cops. As this case was going on just the other day, right before the verdict, another cop shot a black teenage girl. In the back to stop her from killing another black teenage girl. Right off the bat, there had to be justice for that girl. They turned her. They didn't look at what the girl was doing. They just said justice for her. She's teenage. Whenever it's a teenager, it amplifies it. If it's a younger kid, it's amplified to the highest. Now, instead of looking at exactly what happened. You went, you, you destructed and destroyed property. Again, you started protesting and you went out and you destroyed shit. Why? Did you look at the tapes? Because I watched the video and I see on the news every day the stills of what was happening. The still picture. The still picture shows that girl, okay? A very big black, I, I would call her a woman even though I think she was like 13 or 14 years old, maybe 15 Chasing after the other girl, and as the girl went up against the car, this girl was in full motion to stab her in the stomach with a knife. A knife, or whatever it might have been, that looked like it was about eight inches long. That would have been probably instant death for that girl, the other girl. That cop took it into his own hands to pull his gun. The only way to stop that girl was to shoot her. That is justifiable, yet here you are blaming the cop right off the bat. Now... With blaming the cop right off the bat, you're, 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 you're creating the issue of cops are bad 
people. He did what he had to do to stop the death of another girl by killing another girl. It, yeah, it's a sad part that you think that cop's going to live with that the rest of his life, that he just shot a young teenage girl. But he noticed that this girl was going to kill the other girl. Like, it, it's hard to sit there and say, well, taking one girl's life, is that worth saving the other girl's life? Well, I don't know. The other girl was enraged, ready to kill. She was she was committing a crime. Rather, these girls were fighting each other. The one was ready to commit a serious crime. A felony murder charge if she would have stabbed that girl and killed her. The cop took it into his own hands to stop a murder. He did what was justifiable. Yet, here you are. You're going to turn this into a big shit show case also so with that said you have that that happening the george floyd's case just came i told you what he was what, what, what derek chauvin was you know convicted of he got these murder charges he won't be sentenced for another month at least um and i'm sure he'll spend many 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 decades in prison if he doesn't kill himself he probably will die in prison um Why I don't I don't understand why we have to blame cops right off the bat. You want to know why I'm confused with this? Okay, in the George Floyd case, all summer long you heard defund the cops, defund the cops, defund the cops. Okay, and all summer long since the George Floyd case right up to now, shit has been coming. It's a shit show out there, and this is under the Joe Biden administration. I hate to say it, but it's his presidency. It has been a shit show for crime since this has happened crime has risen everywhere i'm scared to in my own neighborhood which my own neighborhood wasn't that bad now it's just it's, it's still not bad but it's it, it's not gotten better it's gotten worse yet you hear people all the time going well how do we stop this how do we stop this well understand that all summer long you pushed for defunding the police departments you don't understand that Cops don't want to do their fucking jobs. Just the other day, okay, one day after the conviction charges on Derek Chauvin, the very next day, I'm watching the news, and I'm from the Philadelphia area myself, watching Channel 6 ABC News, and police department, the news came across and said they're having trouble finding recruits. They're having trouble finding recruits. Well, fucking duh. Who the fuck wants to be a cop in today's world? They're under the radar 100% now. They're under a microscope. Okay? Every time there's a pullover or something, some other person stops their car, gets out, and starts videotaping. These cops can't do their job. They're too scared to do anything. They're too scared to pull somebody over because them following police protocol... God forbid if there if something does happen and, and it's even a justifiable shooting like in this case with this girl, this person's going to be put under a microscope and have to go through. Now this guy is going to go through a ton of 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 bullshit, whether it's in eternal affairs or through court systems and ju to justify whether this guy did the right thing or not the right thing. When in reality, we know he did the right thing. We saw it. Plain and simple, but yet he's going to go through a bunch of shit that may ruin his life. Now, this goes through the mind of every single cop that's put on the fucking force. And every cop that's out there already on the force, this is through their mind. This is why they don't want to do their job. They're not going to pull you over anymore. Do 100 miles down the road because they don't care. They're not going to stop you. 
because they don't want to get out of the car and risk having to walk up to your window and, and, and a gun be pulled on them and they being shot, okay? And when they do pull somebody over, and yeah, if you're black, sure, like in that case, I get it in a way. They're scared. Even cops who are black are somewhat scared of what could actually happen. Oh my God, it, it's 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 getting ridiculous. But you know what? Anyway, so here's this case. This case has been going on for a while. All right. And anyway, Minneapolis leaders, you know, uh, they agree to pay uh, a record twenty-seven million dollars in lawsuits to the Floyd family for the murder of George Floyd. Now let's let's talk about who George Floyd was. George Floyd was a criminal. He's been arrested on. A bunch of non-deadly crimes, but let's face the facts. There's still felony charges of theft, uh, violence, drug charges, etc. You know, making him out to be the poster boy for your Black Lives Matter movement and the bullshit, it's disgusting. It's really disgusting. Now, he didn't deserve to die. I will turn around and I will say that. Derek Chauvin is guilty. Again, I'm going to say that fucking a million times. He's guilty of murder. He didn't murder George Floyd. George Floyd did not deserve to die at the hands of Derek Chauvin. But he was a thug. When are we going to stop praising thugs? It, it, a drug dealer or somebody with 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 violence in their in their thing with with felony charges of drug charges, felony theft, things of that nature should not be put on a high horse. What does it teach our children? What does it actually say to our kids that that you can be a criminal and a thug and still be be mourned a hero with with your face painted on the side of a wall when you're killed by a cop? It doesn't make sense. Let's not hail this guy a fucking hero. He's not. Put, put, put it this way. This is one of the largest... The $27 million is one of the largest settlements, you know, in any kind of civil rights wrongful death case in the United States history. You know, and they say that the payout sent a powerful statement about the value of black lives in America. Really has it... Does it take a $27 million lawsuit to say that your black life matters? Everybody's life matters, people. When I hear somebody say black lives matter, I agree. I'll throw my fist in the air. You're right. But if you're a criminal and you're a thug and you're a piece of shit, that's exactly what you are. You're a piece of shit. If you're a good black person, I stand right behind you. You're a, if you're a good white person, if you're a good Asian American, if you're a good freaking Indian American, I stand right behind you. But if you're a piece of shit, let's face the facts, you're a piece of shit. George Floyd was a piece of shit. Derek Chauvin was a piece of shit. That girl going to stab that other girl in the stomach, she was a piece of shit. To even do what she just did, to try that. And in my case, is it when you look at a kid who's 15 years old or 14 years old and they act like that, I have to sit there and I have to say that I blame the parents. I blame bad parenting on that. What did you ever say to your kid to make them think that any type of murder is okay? You, you can't get so mad at somebody to where, like, I, I grew up. Hating, like, I, I, there, there, I've been in fights where I actually had rage so bad I hate this kid. But I never, ever pulled out a knife or hit somebody over the head with a bat or anything of that nature where I could kill somebody else. I might have punched them. And yeah, I could kill somebody with a punch. But it's less likely. 
okay, it's definitely less likely than stabbing him with a knife or shooting him with a gun. But yet, somewhere along the line here, this kid wasn't taught right from wrong. I blame the parent on that also. Not just the kid, but the parent. But the kid was a piece of shit. Let's face the facts. That cop that shot that child is not a piece of shit. He should, that should be justifiable. That's justifiable. I'm sorry. Okay. A couple years back, there was a girl, Autumn Pasquale, in New Jersey, who was murdered by two black children. She was a young child, in her, all, all in her teens, I believe, well under 18, even maybe earlier, younger than 15. Two black, young, male, teenage kids murdered Autumn Pasquale for her bicycle and stuffed her body into a trash can. They didn't find her for, I believe, a day or two. Both of these kids obviously were, you know, they committed a crime, accused, and they committed. They, they were, it was proven that they, they murdered this child. Um, yet, there was no protests. There was no burning down of any buildings. There was no destruction. There was no pillage. There was no nothing. There was mourning, a lot of mourning. There was also no big stories about it on media. The news didn't cover really any of it. Um, just recently, spring break in Miami, you had two big, large black males drug, rape, steal, and murder a young white woman from Bucks County, Pennsylvania in Miami, Florida during spring break. There was no protest. There was no destruction. There was no burning down of buildings or riding in the streets. Or There wasn't even anybody walking down the streets with signs claiming that that girl's life mattered. Yet white people all over the world will sit there and say that everybody's life matters. Everybody's life matters. Not just the black life, but everybody's life. But yet you have people, numerous black people, who claim that black lives matter over top of anybody else's life. I totally disagree with that, and I'm sorry. I don't believe in your Black Lives Matter movement. I also don't believe in a white supremacy or KKK or any of that stuff. I believe that everybody's life matters. <sighs> George Floyd was resisting arrest when he was murdered. He was resisting arrest. Okay. He was not restrained by his neck until he was on the ground. Let's face the facts. I watched the video of this. I'm not justifying for Derek Chauvin one bit. Derek Chauvin kneeled on his neck on the ground, right near actually the tailpipe of the car as the car was running. So there's also a carbon monoxide uh, death that could be part of it. Um, it's, it, it's, I don't know. All I can say is he was not restrained by the neck to the point to where he was was killed during he was killed when he kneeled on his neck. Um he claimed to not be able to breathe the whole time yet he was able to talk, which we all know he was able to breathe. I'm not trying to justify the fact that he wasn't murdered. Okay, all I'm trying to say is the guy was a fucking thug, you know, but he's 
if he wasn't murdered, if he was thrown in the car and he was beat down, so on and so forth by the cops, would it be justifiable what the cops did? That's my question. There's a big question mark behind it. Would it be justifiable of what the cops did to him? Let's say they nailed, they kneeled on his neck and uh, he didn't die. And they threw him in a car, they beat him down, so on and so forth, and they drug him in there. Would, would you turn around and you would praise somebody like George Floyd? You're only praising him because he was murdered by a cop. This is, this is, let's face the facts. This is a way that you can sit there and push for your Black Lives Matter agenda, for your, your Black Lives Matter organization. Um, if you're just going to turn around and say you're Black Lives Matter, it does matter, man, people. I don't get it. He claimed claustrophobia as he was being beat down, yet was he actually diagnosed by a doctor of claustrophobic? Because let's let's face the facts. The guy was arrested on numerous charges in the past and probably thrown in police cars before. So the claustrophobia thing and him crying over it and all just doesn't – I'm sorry. It didn't get to me. It, it didn't hit me. It really didn't. I, 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 but yet him being murdered hit me. He, he, he was murdered no matter how you, you, you put it. Now, I go back to somebody like Derek Chauvin. Derek Chauvin, 20 years on the force. The guy had 22 complaints against him. That's more than one a year. This guy shouldn't even have been a fucking cop. He shouldn't have even been a, a fucking cop anymore. These cops do need to go through some kind of psychiatric evaluations to see who's still good, who's still bad. And, and, and I'll say this right now until I'm blue in the face. And if you're a cop and you listen to my show, hey, I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it how I say it. Every cop that I know per, on a personal level is either a small guy, was nerdy in school, was pushed around, and now they became cops to make a point to show they're tough guys. With a badge in their hand, they can show they're tough guys. And most cops that I know are very arrogant in a way. They're not all bad guys. They're just very arrogant. And it's, 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 a, it's, it's a fact. I see that all the time. But I think that cops need to go through some some sort of better psychiatric evaluations, I think, a couple times a year. To make sure that these cops don't pull some shit like this. Because this is not right. If there's any kind of racism inside of a cop's thought, like that they actually look at a black person. and The whole idea of it is a, a cop pulls over a black person. They see a threat right off the bat because of the stereotype of the black community, the black race. You go into a black neighborhood, okay, and let's say you're just a white guy and you go into a black neighborhood. Like I said earlier, I drive into them all the time. I try to – what we do is we fix them up and they're destroyed and destructed. I see shootings down there constantly. I see drug deals down there constantly. You see trash everywhere. The place, the places are a shithole. Let's face the facts. They are a shithole. The sad part about this is that even in the white communities you come up, you do have people who are just dirty you might have a neighborhood that the houses are nice and predominantly white. Then you have that one guy who's kind of like Sanford and Son, white guy. Not even I'm not saying Sanford and Son as of the black, so don't take that. Just I'm using him as a as a as a thing. He has his his lawn lawn looks like a junkyard, you know. And it brings down the value of not only all the houses around it, but the neighborhood itself. Like just like looks at that person like you're just bringing the value down. Okay. Well, here's another kicker, and this is where I'm going to – and this – listen, I'm only stating facts, okay? And you can take it how you want to take it. Not all black people are dirty or destroy their own properties. It's the community itself that gets destroyed. Now, you can have a black community, 
let's say you have a block where there's 20 houses on a block. It's all black, predominantly black, all black. Let's just say all black. And you can have a couple people on that block that try to keep their houses really nice, inside they're really nice. Outside, they're having a hell of a time keeping it nice because every time they do something nice, they sit the flowers in. Some asshole throws their beer bottle in there as they walk by or breaks the beer bottle on their step or pisses on the corner or does graffiti on their steps, whatever. They bring the value of the house down on the outside. Yet the inside's still nice, but these people have to have bars on their windows because there's people. There's more of a chance of their house getting broken into. Now, let's say these the this 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 family has gets comes into a little bit of money. They pack up and they move to a predominantly whiter neighborhood. They they move into the suburbs, which this is how it works in in my area in the Philadelphia area. They'll move into a better neighborhood and they'll put some money into their home there. They'll, they'll buy a house. And whites do see this. Now, don't think they don't. Whites notice a black neighborhood, a black, a black couple moving into the neighborhood. And they find out that that black couple is coming from a bad neighborhood in the city. And a lot of times, and, and believe me, this, is, this really happens. And I'm not beating around the bush with this because I'm trying to be as realistic as I possibly can with this. And I'm not being racist in any way, shape, or form. But whites will look at it and go, well, here goes the neighborhood. Yeah. The blacks, they can move into the neighborhood and they keep their place really nice. They mow the lawn. They try to keep it nice and they go, okay. Well, then another black couple in the same neighborhood moves in. And now the neighborhood, there now there's two. In a neighborhood of 10 houses, two houses now are black. The one keeps their house really nice. Now the other one, it's, they don't mow the lawn as often. They got a car out in the driveway on cinder blocks. Now this can happen to whites in white neighborhoods too. But... This happens, and then all of a sudden, you see another house down the block go up for sale. That house that goes up for sale, all of a sudden, another black couple moves. So, it moves out of the city into the suburbs and brings the value of the homes down. Why? Because you won't take care of your own neighborhoods. So, this, this takes me back to your own neighborhoods in, in the city itself. If the Black community got together themselves to stop their own crime and show that this is what we really want. And we're willing to actually help make our community better. That community probably will be able to get a little bit better. And then you'll bring outside contractors in to fix things up and get if, if they can show they can keep it that way. But if you're going to keep destroying the property, so on and so forth, or if you're going to find it and you can't get away from that... Your oppression doesn't come from the white man. It only comes from inside your own community. So when you turn around and say, I'm oppressed, you're not really oppressed. Okay? President Barack Obama proved that to everybody. Get that through your fucking heads. All of you. Okay? Here's a guy from the south side of Chicago. Okay? Who became president of the United States. A black person has every right that a white person has in this country. It's how you grab it by the horns. Whether you're a go-getter or you're not, you can do anything you want. Okay? You got a bad cop. You had a bad thug. You had a bad situation that turned into a fucking year-long fucking bunch of shit show. Okay? Over racial injustice. Racial injustice turned into pillaging, burning down a building, so on and so forth. Yet, you want to turn racism around. And you want it to be better for the black... The black community wants to, uh, we want to be racially equal to everybody else. Okay, stop burning shit the fuck down. 
Stop destroying property. Stop making it out to be poor me, poor me, poor me. Turn around and say, I can be just as strong as you. I don't have to go burn anything down. I have to, but I'm going to push my fact that my life matters. Don't pull me out. Make a difference with the cops. Like I said in the last podcast before, when they went and they, they burned a police car in front of a police station or flipped the police car and they, they, they took their Black Lives Matter movement to the police station. They took it where it started, right to the source. But they took it away from there and they moved it other places and that fucked shit up. Okay, you, you totally just made it about a different situation. It's, I'm sorry, I'm totally one who just, there's no, there's no fucking, you're not oppressed, you're not oppressed by the white man, that's fucking for damn sure, you're oppressed by your own community, you are allowing your community to oppress yourselves, that's what you're doing, if you want to make a difference, start making a difference inside of your own community with your own people, that's how it works, it sounds racist on my end in a way, but I'm 100% behind you, if you show me you want to make a difference, but pushing your fucking black lives ideology you know, I'm talking about the organization and all that shit on me, making me feel that your, your ideology and all this shit isn't racist black lives matter, the organization okay, black entertainment television the NAACP, to me that's racist because that pushes me, my whiteness, out of the equation. Now, you sit there and you say, well, you know, you're white privilege. You show me where the fuck I have a white privilege in this. This whole fucking George Floyd, Derek Chauvin case has become a big shit show for fucking racial division. That's all this has become. Okay? The man has been fucking guilty, accused He's been proven guilty on all three fucking counts on second degree murder and third degree murder. Okay? So it's done. It's done. Okay? Justice has been served. Don't destroy nothing. Don't go out. You want to make me fucking more proud of you and your fucking. You want me to look at your Black Lives Matter and say, yeah, everybody. Yeah. You can go out. You can be that, that big person and say, justice has been served. Good for this. I stand behind everybody. If you're a good person, you're a good person. If you're a fucking thug, you're a piece of shit. Regardless of what the color of your skin is. Okay, that's what that's the people I'm going to stand behind. I'm not going to be standing behind the fucking people who are going to sit there and push your fucking color over top of my color and make me think that you are supposed to be better than me. Look, I get it. A hundred years ago, yeah, that's what the white man fucking did. They tried to make it that the white man was better than the black man, and I think it's a bunch of shit. It's not that way anymore. Let's face the fucking facts. It's not that way anymore. Okay? There is no such thing as a fucking oppression by you. There is no such thing as systemic racism. There is not. You have every single right that I have in your lives. It's up to you to make the difference. Just like it's up to me. If I want to make a million fucking dollars, it's up to me to go out and try to do it. They're not just going to hand it to me. Okay, nobody's going to hand me nothing, which means nobody needs to hand you anything. You don't deserve anything, only the things that you work hard for. That's when you deserve it. Handouts are not going to happen, okay? You burning down and destroying things because somebody killed somebody else isn't going to make me like you more, isn't going to take my racism away from me. 
if I have any. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm talking about a racial, a racist person. You're not going to take their racism away from them if you go and destroy and destruct and make them hate you more. That's how it is. You don't want to be stereotyped and stop doing shit that's going to make you stereotyped. That's how it comes down to. That's why blacks are stereotyped with big cocks. You have a big cock. There's nothing you can do about that. Well, what, are you going to cut it off? I, believe me, if I had that, I would love that fucking stereotype. That's something you can't get rid of. But yet, the fucking stereotype of you being a thug or being this or being that, even if you're a good black person, the fight isn't with the white man. The fight's with your own kind. That's how it works. Okay, if I have a white asshole, we turn to the white asshole and say, stop being a white asshole. Look at, I look at some fucking hoity tweet. like, I'm I'm not a rich man, I'm not a rich white man, and I'll look at a white, rich, white, white man and be like, yo, hoity tweety fuck, you know, stop acting like fucking Thurston Howe III from fucking Giggles Island. You know what I mean? Like, you're a piece of shit, you know? I get it, I understand, you know? You sit there and you say, Joe Biden, he's the, 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 the voice of peace, reason, and, and, and unity, and all this shit. Get the fuck out of here. He's another hoity-toity white rich fucking guy who made his money off of fucking stealing from you. Okay? You sit there and you you, 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 you bashed fucking Donald Trump for years. Look, yeah, he's a hoity-toity white guy who made his money from getting fucking, you know, he, 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 he earned his money the old-fashioned way. He inherited it. Okay? And yet, he turned it around and made more money out of it. Oh, well, he declared bankruptcy. That's so? It doesn't matter. He made his money through fucking businesses. He fucked business people over. But then again, business people fuck people over every fucking day. I just talked to my girlfriend about she took her car to get some fuck, an oil change. I said, well, what? Oh, they want me to change this filter and that filter. And they were going to charge me like 250 bucks. I said, no, don't do it. Because they took advantage of you. It's a business. They see a girl walking into a fucking automotive place. And I'm sorry, I'm not stereotyping women. But statistically, women get fucking shafted when they go to an automotive place because they don't know what they're talking about. And the fucking automotive people take advantage of that. Just like in this case. Okay? He as a businessman. Trump took advantage of other businessmen and he made money off it. Okay? President Joe Biden, over the years, 47 years of being in Politics has taken advantage of you, the American taxpayer, and has stolen money from you. All these politicians have. But I just got offline. I I just went right way off the fucking deep end with this. This was about George Floyd. This was about fucking Derek Chauvin. Derek Chauvin guilty on three charges, and it's justifiable. Yeah, he murdered George Floyd. That is definitely a win. Okay. In a racial situation where a bad cop and a thought, it's it, it, it's a win on the case to show that bad cops shouldn't be bad cops. But let's not praise George Floyd. It's not really a win. It's more of a, this is what not to do on both fucking ends. Don't be a thug. Don't, don't, don't be a thug. Don't resist arrest don't fucking question authority unless it is questionable okay just abide by laws and follow rules we'll get through this people it ain't that fucking bad be a good fucking person plain and simple the cops don't take that fucking badge and use it to your total advantage and think that you are above everything and everybody because you have it you're still a little pussy from high school let's face the facts that's what you really are we all know that the real people who see that and look at the cop and say, yeah, I remember him in high school and he was a little dweeb who got picked last in basketball, you know, in gym class. 
Yeah, you still are. Just because you got a fucking badge and you lifted some weights and you think you're great now, you're still an asshole. Now, but understand something. There's a difference between being a good cop and a bad cop. Don't be a bad cop. Be a good cop. I'll respect you more. Even though I know why you're a cop, I'll respect you more when you're a good cop. And I don't mean good cop letting people off the hook with everything. But don't be Derek Chauvin. And, it, and, and all the Derek Chauvins that are out there, it's time to get rid of them. It's time to do major evaluations, you know, psychological evaluations in the police departments and get rid of Derek Chauvins. Okay, but it's also time that we put our foot down and we get rid of all these fucking George Floyds, too. Okay, it's time to take that fucking what you had all summer long with defunding the cops and throw it out of the window. You wonder why shit's hitting the fan right now in today's world, in today's America, I should say. It's because you you, you kept talking about defunding the cops. Cops don't want to do their jobs anymore. Police departments are having a hard time finding new recruits. And the, and the cops that are already out there still doing it, they're not, they don't want to work. They don't want to do their job. They're not going to get out of their police car to help out when the fucking thugs are out there doing shit. Why? Because they don't want to be fucking filmed by you to try to bring them down. They don't want to go through a year-long fucking court case on a murder charge that possibly is justifiable. Like this one that's going to go through. I could, I, I'm going to put it right here right now. This one... That with the cops shooting the girl, that's going to go through a fucking court system. They're going to try to run him through the fucking mud on that when that was justifiable. Watch the video and look at what happened. It was justifiable. That cop is not in the wrong for what he did. That, that family of the girl who was about to be stabbed is praising that cop right now. And probably will turn around and say, that cop saved my daughter's life. Now, of course, the girl, you know, the family of the girl who was shot, it's going to say different. And what will show me what kind of person you are, regardless of the color of your skin, is who you back on this one. Okay? Understand something. All lives matter, people. Everybody's life matters. But if you're a douchebag, you're a douchebag. If you're a good person, you're a good person. Remember that. Okay? Unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. That's how you can get a hold of me. You can get to me. You can talk to me. I'd love to hear from you. Fucking email me. I just, I, I, I talk to me. Even if you want to, maybe you might be around the Philadelphia area. You want to get on a show and you want to go face to face with me. Let's do it. I'm all about that. Write me and say, hey, I want to get on there. I want to talk too. Cool. I'd love to hear from you. Maybe I can get you on my show. I don't give a shit. I do this for fun. I do this because I enjoy to talk and to just put it out there every day. But in this case here, we have a case. It's justified. Derek Chauvin on all three charges of murder in the second degree and third degree not first degree he didn't deserve that he deserved what he got okay george floyd god rest his soul rest in peace nobody deserves to die at the hands of a cop in that matter like that but let's understand he was still a thug and let's stop praising criminals Let's start praising our cops a little more. Let's give our cops back a little bit of the power that they need to make sure that we live in a society that is safe, okay? To protect and serve, that's what a cop is supposed to do, to protect and serve us. We have to give them back that power to do that. The only way we can do that is to make sure that they understand where they stand. They can't take that badge and use it as a power fucking pill, Yet we need to understand that us as people, we need to stop breaking fucking laws. 
You want to get fucking criminals off the streets. You got to start where you can. And that's with the police departments. They are the ones that can do it. We as people are not going to stop criminals and thugs. We need a police department to do that. So let's get behind our cops. All right, people. Well, until next time, look, I had a great time this week. I was a little bit off the deep end with things and I went in different directions, but don't worry. We'll get it right. Maybe in this lifetime, in my lifetime, we'll get something right. But I enjoy doing this. But until next time, keep your head up, man. Let, let, let's let, let's love each other. Let's let, like, try to understand. Not everybody loves each other. Let's try to do that. There's going to be racism in the world. There's always going to be racism. No matter how you look at it. It's either you're a good person or you're a douchebag. Which one do you want to be? All right, people. See ya.